You're listening to the Tranquility Tribe podcast, an empowering space for all parents from conception to childhood. In this podcast, you'll explore your birth options, hear from experts in the field, learn to embrace self-indulgence, and prepare yourself for parenthood with Haiti. She's a coffee connoisseur, lover of deep belly laughs, a big-time tailgater, and your neighborhood birth junkie. From Mississippi to Massachusetts and everywhere in between, here's your host, Hee. Hello, villagers! Happy Friday! We made it to the end of yet another week. Oh my goodness, I am so proud of you, I am so proud of me, and I am so proud of all the things that we accomplished this week. Give yourself a pat on the back. I just wanted to pop on here quickly and give you the heads up that enrollment for our small groups have finally opened. So I can hear you saying, okay, he he, what are the details? Just give me the lowdown. So here you go. You get to choose the most convenient time and date for you. Small groups are launching at the end of May. When it's time for your small group to meet, we will hop on a video call so you get to stay at home in your yoga pants, in your oversized sweaters, in your bathrobe, in your baggy t-shirts, no matter what you have on. Hop on the video chat. It's two hours of your time surrounded with parents just like you. The groups are very intentionally designed. So everyone has um, similar guesstimated due dates or everyone has children who are similar in age. That way, in these two hours, we can really dive into what it's like to be a parent of a baby that age or what it's like to be an expectant parent that far along. You are with five to six other parents plus me. This is a safe space. There's nothing that's off limits. If there are questions that you have been wondering about, you don't know who to turn to, you think that you might be the only person who is experiencing this, then these groups are definitely for you. You will be able to pick my brain about all things baby, body, am I normal? Is this what I should be expecting? What can I be expecting? Are other parents experiencing this? What do you do about it if you are experiencing it? What kind of professional is out there that can help with this? All the things that you need to know. You're going to walk away feeling confident in your ability and knowing solid steps that you can take so that you can feel like you are in control so that you can know that you are making the right choice for your body, your baby, your family, all the things. Come and join us in these small groups, really. If this is you, I'm telling you, you don't want to miss this sign up. So head over to our website. There will be a link in the show notes. You can reach out to me on any social media or email me. And I cannot wait to see you there. You guessed it, listeners. You're listening to another Friday free talk of the Tranquility Tribe podcast. Welcome to episode number 21. Today, I'm diving into the importance of having those support people around you in the postpartum period. I wanted to start off by telling you a story of something that happened to me at the beginning of this year. 
I was working with a postpartum mom who had pretty severe postpartum depression. And one day I was taking her and the baby out on a walk. We were all just going to go walk around the neighborhood. And I was holding the baby. I also had the dog's leash and dog in my hand. Um, and the baby was wrapped around me in a wrap. And she looks at me. Oh, and I was putting on my shoes. So she looks at me and says, you can do all the things while holding a baby and I can barely get out of bed. I think this is a feeling that many postpartum parents probably go through, especially in those first days and weeks of their baby's life because you are so dependent on other people. So I started to name for her all of the incredible things that her body had just done, just the week before. I pointed out that sure, last night I had had a full night of sleep and she had not, but I had not had a C-section. I had not labored for over 24 hours. I was not acting as a lifeline for this brand new baby who was eating erratically and so much. I had not just been pregnant for nine months. My body wasn't just physically healing from pushing a baby out. And also, my body wasn't trying to find itself again after this long journey of creating, growing, and birthing a baby. She kind of stared at me for a few seconds as she realized just how incredible her body was and just how much work it was doing. This is just a glimpse of many conversations that I had with this mother and so many other new parents, um, males and females alike, can feel this way after having a baby. It is such a big transition. And for birthing parents, even more so because your body is doing all of the work. I ended up being with this mother for a few months. And throughout our time together, I saw her grow and change so much as a person, as a caregiver, as a mother, as a partner, as just a human in general. And I, I look back and I think about how in the very beginning of our relationship, she was describing herself um, with feelings of being broken and through our time together and my support for her in showing her, guiding her, helping her realize that she was enough, she was capable, how to really channel those feelings of being broken and reframing them, she was able to almost be reborn. It was like a blossoming. It was really incredible. And I tell you this story because I think so many people don't realize that Birth has the potential to break you. Birth has the potential to be really, really awesome and amazing and this really empowering experience, but that's not what everybody experiences. So in honor and support of Maternal Mental Health Awareness Week, I wanted to highlight the the ickier parts, the more uncomfortable parts, the parts that maybe make you feel like you shouldn't be talking about them, but that's how we've gotten into this place of society where everyone feels like they're alone. 
I'm the queen of saying you're never suffering alone. You're just suffering in silence. So here's to bringing a voice to perinatal mood and anxiety disorders, unwanted emotions, feeling unprepared for the things that your body and your mind and your emotions are going through after you have a baby. So what can you do to try and combat these things or prepare yourself for these things or make sure that you just have someone who is looking out for you in case you start acting not like yourself? And my answer to that is build your village. Make sure that you are surrounding yourself with people who understand you. They really understand what your goals are, why you have those goals, why those particular goals are important to you, and how you plan to achieve your goals. It is crucial that people around you believe in you, support you, are using positive, encouraging language, and don't ever let you fall too far off the path. So if you start to stray from your path, these people in your village should be having conversations with you. They should not be persuading you one way or the other, but rather gently checking in to make sure that you know that you're straying. And if this is what you want, they support you in that deviation of your original plan. But they are just there to remind you, hey, this was our original goal. Are we still trying to get there or have we changed in goals? Now, building your village can seem a little daunting. It might seem intimidating. It might seem scary. You might be at a loss of where in the world do I find other parents, right? I hear you. So here's the thing. You have a couple resources. Facebook is a great resource. There are definitely some groups out there that are overwhelming and probably are not the healthiest to be in if you are a brand new parent and haven't found your voice and like exactly where you stand as a parent yet. However, I always recommend that parents start by at their local Facebook group. So there should be whatever your local town or city is, mom's group, parents group, new parents group, families page. There is something out there for nearly every group. Go to Facebook, check it out. Next up is ask your provider. Your local hospital is going to be well connected to the the area programs that are kind of in distance of your hospital. So if you live really far from your hospital, that might not be the best move. If you have a hospital that is closer to you in location, even if you are not getting care there, it might be best to call them because they'll know more local resources. But your hospital and your provider should be really well connected to the community and know what is out there. Next, you can host an event in your town. So it can be as extravagant as you want it. Um, But most of the time, how I see it done is you can just host an event. Get on Facebook, create an event at your local park, at your local splash pad, at your local bakery, at your local civic center, whatever and wherever you want to do it or however you want to hold it. Create this group and other parents will show up. I promise if you put a calling out there for other parents who have small children, they will flock to you. Finally, my favorite, join a small group. 
This is the whole reason that I created Tranquility by Hee Hee Small Groups is because I saw this need for parent support. I saw this need for that parent-to-parent -parent interaction, and I also wanted to incorporate that access to having an expert, you know, talk with you and support you and help you navigate what is going on. So these small groups can be in person if that is your jam. They can be virtual and there are so many to choose from if that is your jam. I just love the idea of the small groups because you get to come together with parents who have children of the same age or who have the similar guesstimated due date and you can just chat about what it's like to be you. I promise somebody else is going through what you are also going through. So I have three tips for building your village. Not only building your village, but also really utilizing your village. Now this can be really scary. It can be really hard to actually step out of your comfort zone and lean on others. But if you have a village and you're not utilizing them, then you might as well not have a village. So here are my tips for building and utilizing your village. Number one, accept that you don't have to do this alone. This can be the hardest part, especially in today's society. For some reason, we have this idea of super moms and super dads and super parents that do everything all by themselves every day all the time and I just don't actually know how true that is. I think what we see of other people that's probably what is portrayed but I have a very special and unique job that I get to see the inside of people's families. I get to see the ins and outs of family dynamics and how they work and who people call on and what different villages look like. So accept that you don't have to do this alone. Number two, practice saying yes. So your village is gonna offer to do things for you and they might they might offer very different things. So it might be, let me pick up your groceries or let me go fill your car up with gas or let me take your children for a day or let me just come over and provide you with some companionship or let me bring you dinner. Let me, let me do insert whatever, right? So let me do something for you. Practice saying yes to these people. Take a deep breath. Realize you don't have to do it alone and say yes to these people. Let them help you. How much easier would things be if you got that extra 30 minutes that it took to walk down to the cleaners to pick up your dry cleaning and just had someone drop it off? And when they come in, you get to see their smiling face. You get to hear their voice. Maybe you get a quick chat. Maybe they stay for hours and it ended up being the pick-me-up that you needed. Say yes to these people. Let them help you. Lean on your village. It's okay. It's actually expected. You are never meant to do this alone. That's silly. It's absolutely impossible. Why, Why would you do it alone when you have people who are willing to help you? Practice saying yes. Finally, and number three, be an active participant. So this is going to come in ebbs and flows. You will one day need all the help in the world. So generally, 
it's postpartum, right? So think about in the postpartum period, you need people to help bring you food and do your laundry and clean your house and take care of the baby and just help you be, right? Just help you kind of live and make it to the next day in that postpartum, especially the first few days and weeks. But once you're healed, repay that favor. So start to put those favors back out into the world, out into the universe, supporting your community. Start with the people that you know, and then start with the people that your people know. So if your friend has someone that is having a baby, offer to make that person a meal train and put it on a Facebook group and you can all, your whole community can give that family some meals so that they don't have to worry about cooking for themselves or the partner having to take on the responsibility of all of the cooking. This may seem far-fetched to a few of you, but it can actually be so incredibly helpful. As someone who spends a lot of time with brand new parents and parents who are transitioning for the first time of life with a newborn, I promise you meals are invaluable. So, Keep it in mind that the village life is a two-way street is super important. Make sure that when you need to accept help, you're doing that. But when you don't need the help, that you are giving back to your community. You're setting up those systems for everyone to be reaping the benefits of having this very aware and very giving community who loves to support one another. So to recap on how to grow your village and how to utilize it, number one, accept that you do not have to do this alone. There are people out there who are happy to help you. Number two, practice saying yes to those people who are happy to help you. They're happy to help you. Give them the chance to do that. And number three, be an active participant in the village. Take when you need to take, but give, give, give when you can. It's what makes the village go round. So if this is you and you're searching for your village, join our small groups, join our online tribes, explore your community, and practice saying yes to those people who are trying to help you. As always, villagers, find your tribe and love them hard. Did you know you can join our online tribes? Our private Facebook group can be found by searching The Tranquility Tribe Podcast on Facebook and our Instagram tribe is at Tranquility by Hehe. If you have a story you want to share with us, please reach out to us at tranquillitybyhehe at gmail.com. Until next time, villagers.